The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hey, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. We have Stu Bergier back with us. Yay! Yay! Yeah, happy for myself. Yes. Yes. Panel member. Yeah. How, was, how was it all the way, you know, several Across countries away? Yeah. En Francais. En yes. Francais. Uh, it was great. It was, bo- it was bon. It was bien. Did it was you, magnifique. Did you miss us? Uh, I didn't think of you, but if I did, <laughs> I'm sure I would have missed you. Oh, okay, great, thanks. Thank uh, we you. didn't That's miss great. you either. Yeah. Fun, top story. Okay, top story today. I think I'm going to do one more Kavanaugh. One more, one more, because I think it's important. A story that, what a surprise, nobody in the press is running with today. I'm definitely going Kavanaugh. I've had a whole week uh, of hearing and bits and pieces about Kavanaugh and had no time to talk about it. So I am Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh today. <laughs> All right, Jason. Uh, there is a new NAFTA, and it probably has the best acronym in the history of awesome, just totally cool acronyms. It's USMC. But oh man, I'll tell you what that stands oh, for man. later. Okay. All right, a lot to get into there. Before we do that, want to thank our sponsor, Brick House. Uh, we have these lovely smoothies with the field of greens. Okay, this is the green the stuff guys. you put in it. Yes, it's the field of greens. It gives you one scoop is one full serving of fruits and vegetables. Why do I have a different straw? Did you put something in mine that's not in there? No, mm. I just couldn't find Maybe the other straws. It. I promise, it's the same thing. It's dope. It's good, right? Yeah, it's really You would never think that there's actually something healthy in here. Oh, it's really good. You can't taste no. the, you know, it doesn't have like a bad ugh, vegetable taste or anything like that. Right. It's just, you're it just tastes like you're. <laughs> you're not a woman. <laughs> it just tastes like you're drinking a smoothie. So you get uh, the health benefits of getting your uh, fruits and vegetables in a delicious treat. You can order now like by that. going to so BrickHouseBelays.com. I'm drinking this. I don't have to have vegetables tonight when I go home? Yeah, tell right. your wife. Tell your wife. Tell her. Right. Say, I already had my serving of fruits and vegetables, so I'll pass on the month. In Glenn's case, for the month. <laughs> the one serving for the I month. I mean, I Here. wouldn't advise yeah. that. I wouldn't advise that. Uh, that is BrickHouseBelays.com, and use promo code GREENS to get 15% off your first order, or you can text GREENS to 41411. Oh, that's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. All right. Glenn, top story, Kavanaugh. Okay. Again, and I so, just want to say for the record, I don't think you said one one more time, one last time. I don't think it's going to be. No, there's <laughs> gonna not going to be the last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I will tell you, if we can get to it, what's going to make me blow my stack at the Republicans? I will lose my mind with the Republicans. Let me just say it now. If they don't have oh, a replacement. You're stealing my, this my thing's, bit. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> if it go, well, I was the one who said it today. What are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this job anymore. I, go <laughs> I guess he did say it, but it, sounded <laughs> better, but it came from me. Anyway, I'll leave that alone. Okay. Um, uh, okay, so Rachel, what was her name? Mitchell. 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 Rachel Mitchell is the woman who I really felt bad for. I mean, she's really an accomplished woman. She was Barack Obama's Homeland Security Sexual Predator Prosecutor of the Year. Okay, where's Barack Obama stepping up for her right now? By the way, yeah, where's Barack? She's her her character is being just maligned because she's just this Republican tool. Where does Barack Obama? Does he ever come out and say, "Hey, by the way, uh, she's not an idiot. She's actually a legitimate prosecutor. I trusted her with everything in our Homeland Security Department." No, never. She was the one. She was the one that Barack Obama said that's the prosecutor that can go in and do forensics. She's a prosecutor, so she goes in and she listens to, her specialty is old cases, 
and uh, she listens to the interviews. Uh, she does the interviews and listens to the victims, and then she comes out and says, yeah, there's something here. No, there's nothing. So she just issued a report, and it is astounding. Let me quote. In the legal context, here's my bottom line. A he said, she said case is incredibly difficult to prove. But this case is even weaker than that. Dr. Ford identified other witnesses to the event and whose witnesses either refuted her allegations or failed to corroborate them. For reasons discussed below, I do not think that a reasonable prosecutor would bring this case based on the evidence before the committee. Nor do I believe this evidence is sufficient to satisfy the preponderance of uh, evidence standards. So, same, same thing I thought. It didn't, she didn't even belong right. to be there to right. testify in the first place. Right. She, and what she's saying is, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt is criminal. You know, the, the preponderance of evidence is civil. She says it doesn't reach those two. It doesn't even reach uh, the, the level of, hey, I got this letter. You guys on the committee, you should look at this. It doesn't even make that standard. That's stunning. That's huge. Uh, Stu, what's your take on that? Well, I mean, you know, it's totally, her, her take is what everyone's take should be. Uh, you know, th there are a lot of cases in which, you know, I ideology goes and, you know, you have one person who thinks in one way and one thinks, person who thinks the other, and you can understand why they disagree. There is no reason to believe her. That's a hard thing to say because I think people so badly want to believe her and want to believe that you she don't would. want to be. It's, yeah, it's like right. it's like, you know, when people said, "Hey, use the politically correct term, handy capable." I think that's ridiculous, but I don't want to be a right. Pig. I don't right. want to be a bad mm -hmm. guy. If that makes people feel better, okay. Yeah, she's provided no evidence that this this event occurred. Um, you know, people are like, "Well, her testimony is the evidence, really." Well, then I I came up with the technology for the iPhone, and there's your evidence. I, that's what you, you said have. It. I said it. So therefore, there's evidence towards that fact. That's not just, yes, that's a, a bit of things, it's something you might build a case on, but corroborating evidence is what we're talking about. Yes. There's nothing that confirms or even hints to the fact that it actually happened. Not only that, but actually refutes it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. directly she, refutes she, she it. Goes she, into, points she, out. she points this out. It's a, I, I tweeted it last night. Everybody should read the raw memo from her. Um, but she, she has three pages, and she talks about it's not only that she didn't have evidence. Any evidence she provided, she's changed. Or has been refuted by somebody else. Or has else. been refuted. I mean, it's embarrassing. Yeah. And, and people and, who were supposed to corroborate her corroborated Brett Kavanaugh. Yes, yes. right. And, and this is what's happened and, here. And is we've, she also points out that her mother and father, and I think her brother and sister, don't even side with her. Yeah. Won't sign the statement. I mean, it's absurd. Which I had no idea until yeah. I read this yeah. particular report. I actually had issues with, with Mitchell. I, had, I, I, didn't, I didn't like her questioning, although it was the only thing substantive that was even coming out of that thing. Yeah. But like, it was like you were, you were just completely just annoyed every time it went to the Democrats five minutes. Because you were, they weren't even asking a question. Yes, but yes. when they finally got back to Mitchell, you'd actually get a question. But I thought that she was, I, th I, I was critical of her because I don't think that she even, she didn't ask follow-up questions on a lot of stuff. She didn't have time. She, yeah. didn't, she didn't have time. And I actually think that she might have been told, look, we don't want to be looking like we're badgering her so be oh, careful I yes. of what i think yes. that's why she was Wait. she was selected for that job because look you can't be a you can't be a prosecutor going against a, a witness on that and be you know the thumb screws you have to be open and and willing to listen and that takes time to do 
If somebody's in a fragile state, take somebody like her to do it. One of the biggest things that I want to know about, and when once once Ford, Dr. Ford mentioned the beach friends were the ones that told her to take this, you know, that this claim. I want to know who these people are. First time and I want to come up. And I want to know what that, what in the hell that's all about. Because, and there was no follow-up on that whatsoever. But, and, and according to Senator Feinstein, these friends were involved with leaking the story forward. So whoever these people are, whoever the beach friends are, they're the ones that convinced her from the beginning. They're the ones that, I don't know if they brought these emotions out, like, remember what happened to you? Are you sure it wasn't cat? I don't know, I'm just speculating. Yeah. But whoever these beach friends are were the ones that told her to take this to begin with, and then allegedly leaked the story out and then outed, doxed her, basically. And, we, and we've seen was. the, you know, the, the evidence that, you know, repressed memories are something that has been completely debunked scientifically. Oh, I mean, yeah. Malcolm Gladwell's uh, uh, podcast on this did a whole season on memory and goes into that relatively it is in depth. For this, for this case mm-hmm. alone, his latest season, which was last year, um, is is worth listening to. It's like 12 episodes, and it's all on memory. And when you listen to the facts mm-hmm. on memory, there's no way you believe her. Yeah, you remember you remember things incorrectly. But like, uh, qu- quickly on the standard of this, you know, obviously we have a legal standard of innocent until proven guilty. And b- below that, she mentioned the preponderance of the evidence standard. And those are legal standards, and this is not a legal proceeding per se. So I can understand people saying, okay, well, that's not... Those don't necessarily apply here. But as human beings, right, we have to choose something that does apply here. And right now, the uh, half of America is thinking that anyone who chooses either one of those legal standards is insane, right? Mm -hmm. What the Republicans are asking for is essentially a standard of innocent unless there's some doubt he may have done it. Republicans are not asking for innocent until proven guilty. They're just saying, like, give us some Something, case. Yeah. You know, in many ways, it feels like the Republicans are looking for a way to say, yes, Brett Kavanaugh is bad. There's certainly certain Republicans who are doing that. And what re- Democrats are suggesting is, no, the standard should be innocent until proven accused. All that, uh, as long as we know there's an accusation, you should be thrown out. That is as far as this gone. And I hate that liberal talking point. That's stupid. These are not just courtroom procedures. These are basic kindergarten yeah. uh, principles. Yeah. Like, if you're in kindergarten and someone accuses you of pushing them down on, on, the, on the playground, if they go to the teacher, the teacher will say, do you, is there any proof Explain of this? Right. You don't well, did anybody yes. see this? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sweetie, but there's nothing I can do if there's not anything more substantial. These are basic yeah. kindergarten principles. I, I do want to bring this up into the conversation as well. There was a breaking news from AP today, just this afternoon, that uh, the attorney hired by the Minnesota Democrats to look into Keith Ellison says the abuse claim levied against him is unsubstantiated because the accuser Unreal. refuses to provide video, she says she has of the incident. Right. Well, now it has, has to be video for Democrats. Right, exactly. Right? So she has provided uh, um, notes from her, yeah, her medical, yeah, text messages, uh, notes from her medical um, provider. Yep. Yeah, where Something she that stated Ford it, has not even done. Ford has that's not unsubstantiated. No, she won't release it. Again, like this shows this is all about politics. The second this Kavanaugh thing is over, no Democrat in the world will give a crap about this woman's story. They won't care about her pain. They won't care about anything that's going on it's all about this person brett kavanaugh right now yeah and um, I, I don't even think it stops I, I would say it wouldn't if he gets nominated i bet it doesn't stop i bet they oh yeah, keep, they'll, I, they'll keep using it forever if, if he for if impeachment he yeah for, yep i think that's true um and this is what is so frustrating about this we all know how democrats are going to react when jeff flake gets accosted in an elevator and changes his opinion on an issue like i mean an emotional uh, you know child um you know when that happens there's a week and everyone knows what's going to happen they're going to say that there it was not long enough there was not enough depth in the investigation uh you know this doesn't count it's not about this anyway it's not about this anyway it's bigger blah 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 blah. we all know we all know what the reaction is going to be 
Thomas Sowell, uh, about 15 years ago, wrote a book called Applied Economics, Thinking Beyond Stage One. We obsessed about it for a while when it came out. And it was all about how politicians never think beyond that first step. And here we are in the situation where everyone knows the Democrats are going to do insane things to stop Brett Kavanaugh at any cost because they know the election is right around the corner. There's a, you know, if you believe the polls, about a 30% chance that the Democrats will take the Senate and be able to block anybody that Donald Trump puts up there. And we'll have a 4-4 court for a long period of time. Everyone knows they were going to do this. And yet, what do we see uh, in Axios today? Um, it, that they have no plan B. Listen to some of these quotes about what happens if Kavanaugh fails. For the White House, it's Brett Kavanaugh or bust. They have no plan B, and there's not even a discussion of one, according to five sources with direct knowledge of sensitive internal White House talks. Goes on, he's too big to fail now, said a senior source involved with the confirmation process. And there's no time before the midterm election to put up a new person in White yes, House official uh, told price. Uh, so it took 11 weeks from the time that Brett Kavanaugh was named to today. Uh, it's about 11, 10 or 11 weeks, depending on when the vote actually occurs, 11 weeks. We have 15 weeks from now, from, from the end of this week, to uh, when the new Senate would take place. If this vote happens, and it should happen on uh, no later than Monday. Do you think it will? It, it, you think it, Republicans will put their foot down and I think they won't a, give it more than a week? I, think they won't, I don't think they'll give it more than a week. They may. Um, but I think if they don't have the votes, they may pull it. But I think it's going to be over, I think, by, I, yeah, by next week. at the. T- I think okay. it's Friday. Yeah. Friday or Monday, I think, yeah. probably. I, but if they don't have, a, there are five or six women on the, on the list of 25 that they've already put out there. There's Mike Lee, who's about as clean as you can possibly get as a male. Uh, you've got, if one of those is not named, I mean, they should be standing at the podium as they pull the nomination for yes, Brett Kavanaugh. And say, we've started the process. This is going on. You've got 15 weeks to get this through. It should be your top priority. If you lose the Senate, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to lose an, uh, an opportunity of a generation here. Don't let these people in elevators push you out of this. It's way too important. I, I personally think that it should be Mike Lee because I think you can get it done before the election. Really? Yeah. So you, why not Amy Coney Barrett? Uh, that's what I would do. Because, well, because you give do. this weird dynamic of they can't really go because after her because she's a woman. Because here's why. Well, they'll go after something else. Yeah, they'll come up with something. Um, the, the thing with Mike Lee is you can push that one through rapidly. Everybody knows who he is. They're all his colleagues. The president says advising consent. What are they going to do? They need an FBI on Mike Lee. They've already got it. He's a senator. Mm-hmm. They know him. They work with him. What do you have to do? Let's have the hearings next week. We're going to nominate him on Monday. By next Monday, we're going to have the hearings. And by Friday, we're going to vote on it. Because there's no there's no digging with Mike. Yeah, no, that's true. I think that's possible. That, that with him, they would go after the fact that he's been obviously outspoken on on pro They would just go, they would just use another isn't. tactic as they would with any woman. Get, uh, Amy Coney Barrett's the same thing. She's a religious extremist. They would go after that. I would remind people that Barrett, while she was in the top uh, few here in this last one was not on the original list, nor was Kavanaugh. The list that got Donald Trump elected had 21 people on it, and neither Kavanaugh or Barrett were on it. There were five other women, I believe, including people like Diane Sykes and uh, Allison Ide and, and others. And if you can go through and pick one of those, these are people that were already uh, scouted and cleared by the, uh, the, you know, by the uh, Federalist, federalist uh, uh, 
uh, group society. society yeah, uh, and you know, the, they're available now. You'd have a you'd have a potential female. I think Mike Lee would be fantastic, and he's another way to go. But they should be able to. They should be so frantic about this. The second this happens, they should be putting multiple people uh, into in, into process. And and this should have been done two weeks ago. The fact that they're not, they don't even have a plan B, I just hope and pray they're just lying to to scare the Republican senators into into voting for it. Um, maybe that's true, but that's all I can could, hope for. Could I ask one quick question? Really quick. One there. quick question. Why are they fighting him so hard, Stu? Kavanaugh? Yes. Why are they fighting him I so believe hard? it's mainly delay. They're okay. trying to get no, past no, no. the election. But it's okay. Past the why? Absolutely agree. Delay. Midterms, yeah. Most people would say um, abortion. I thought that at first. I think that it's not just delay. I think they are they are signaling they're going to impeach this president if they get the House, and this guy might stand in the way. Yeah. They're afraid of him standing in the way of impeachment. All right, back in a minute. He says he learned a lot. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. that I found interesting on this Kavanaugh circus before we move on. I was reading on the Daily Wire that there were several polls that came out asking who people believed, whether or not they believed that Kavanaugh should be confirmed. Uh, There was one poll that cited 35% believed that Kavanaugh should be confirmed and was telling the truth. 41% was another poll. And then they did a poll where people were actually told what the accusations were because there are a lot of misconceptions going on. Uh, out there about what the accusations actually are. So once the people were told what the accusations were and, you know, whether or not they were corroborated and all of the details, 50%, uh, 57%, I'm sorry, were in favor of him getting confirmed. And it rose to 60% after when they said, okay, after the FBI investigation, if nothing comes up, 60% of people said he should be confirmed. So I thought that that was interesting that the people, these people are only hearing, I, I have a friend who I was speaking to yesterday and she thought that all of this testimony that had happened uh, on Capitol Hill was because this lady had said that he raped her. Which and I was like, that's not, no. that was not, well, that's not true. The now. least I mean, credible accusation was gang rape, but we all know that that wasn't, yeah. that's not what we're being, that's not what we're discussing right that now. Wasn't, that was not even credible. No. But you're, you're seeing it now. Serial rapist. I, yes. I saw it on Twitter. Pedophile. Mm-hmm. Pedophile, serial. I mean, they say <laughs> anything. Anything. Well, everyone calls everyone a pedophile on the, on the internet. But, uh, can I, can I, does, he, how, does he own a pizza place in D.C.? I want to know. I, wanna know. <laughs> I really, I wish I could ask the people. I wish I could, I wish I was a friend of the people who are so diehard that are, I know he is guilty. I know he did this. And just ask them. How? Yeah, there's no way to know that. How? Yeah. There's no way to know that. What, what are you basing that on? It's interesting. Because they believed her. That's it. Yeah, but, they believed, but that's not enough. Like, I mean, sorry. I know. But. Just, you can't just believe. Like, evidence is important in these things. And I think that this going through this is, go, is removing one of the things. Because I was not a Kavanaugh guy. As I just yes. mentioned, one of the things that was, I thought was really bad here is what... But Donald Trump got elected saying, I will pick my Supreme Court justices off this 21-person list. And once he got elected, he added people to the list like Brett Kavanaugh. 
And so that, that that's not that, that was not a good thing. And yeah. you know, Republicans didn't seem to mind it at the time. And Kavanaugh I is, did. is a well-known. We complained about it. Yeah. You know, Kavanaugh was a well-known conservative, conservative jurist, and like was up for a Romney uh, Supreme Court nomination as well at the yeah, time uh, if he had won. Um, that's a problem. Right, well, yeah. So I mean, but but the worry I had with him is that he would not actually be as conservative as I wanted him to be in yeah. the court. You go through something like this. I mean, the one person who has never moved an inch to the left since he got in there is Clarence Thomas. And I think it's partially because he went through this at the beginning. They tried to destroy his life to stop him from siding with the Constitution. And people like John Roberts, who have spent time reaching over the aisle to, pr- to, to preserve some legacy, Brett Kavanaugh is not going to be thinking about this if this guy gets through. He is going to be, you'd think, as rock solid as Brett Kavanaugh could ever be after going through this. He's never going to worry about his legacy. His legacy is that he's a rapist. I mean, I, he needs to go in there and care about the Constitution solely. And I think... I think this could be actually a good thing for his rulings if he actually gets through. Yeah. Great. Right. Jason, NAFTA. Yeah. I mean, USMC. United States, Mexico, Canada. And there's the agreement, but yeah. we'll leave off the MCA. The A didn't count. Yeah. All right, so tell um, us why it matters. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, a, uh, it's basically NAFTA part two, <laughs> yeah. really. Um, there's not a whole lot of difference with it. In fact, uh, a lot of the things, so, so the two biggest things that people are pointing out right now is that um, it opens up the dairy market and some, and some farm uh, agricultural stuff up into Canada, which wasn't there before. And then also there's these interesting, uh, I, they, they wrote into it where I think 75% of auto parts have to be uh, made in the entire North American continent. So all of North America, 75% of auto parts have to be made here, whether that's Canada, here, Mexico. But I think 40, 40% to 45% have to be done in an economy that has like a minimum wage of like sixteen dollars an hour or something. Or I'm sorry, uh, not minimum wage. That are like the wages or whatever yeah, factory. Wage, yeah. yeah, it was sixteen dollars an hour. So that puts the majority, or not, well, at least almost half of it here in the United States specifically. So it does help out uh, farmers. It does help out, uh, you know, the auto industry. It, but it's well, not. It does. No, well, now wait a minute. It may. I mean, it, we, it may help out farmers. I don't know how how far-reaching that is, and. Yeah, it's going to help create jobs, jobs. I guess, yes. may, guess maybe in the auto industry, but it's going to make those American cars more expensive. expensive. Very true. Right. So it hurts the consumer. Right. Right. And I, I think this is, you know, it's, it's very strange. I mean, I think we're very early on this in that I have not gone through the agreement in any in any deep. We have to, the detail, it's all about details. What it seems like is kind of what you pointed out is that it's, it's, it's NAFTA with a new name with some parts of TPP kind of mixed in. Um, and that's kind of the way it looks. Um, you know, I, I will say that the dairy thing is such a weird thing to keep focusing on. Like, of, of our agricultural products going into Canada, 98% of our agricultural products going into Canada have zero tariff. 100% of our non-agricultural uh, agricultural products going into Canada have a zero tariff. So this is not a big problem. The, they keep bringing up this dairy thing, which is a tariff that existed but was almost never utilized because we never got to those quotas anyway. We would go up to those quotas and stop. Um, so we never paid those high those high tariffs in the first place. It was a dumb barrier, and I totally. I mean, I want zero tariffs everywhere. So I'm I'm glad that that might be going away. We'll see the details though. What you know? What do the people from Canada get out of this? They didn't just do this for nothing. What do the people from Mexico get out of this? They didn't just do this for nothing. They got things in there that they're going to cite too. And until we really realize what those are, I don't think we can judge it yet. I, I'm not I'm not taking a stance against what he's done yet. I just don't know. Um, but it'll you know, be interesting because yeah. he said this is the worst. This is the worst trade agreement ever. And then he, and and then he just basically 
you codified it. Yeah, D- yeah detail. I, we got to take a break, but before we do, I just want to remind everyone to use uh, Stu's hashtag Terrafageddon oh, if you'd you. like to continue this conversation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Worked hard on that. Overtime next? Uh, yes, overtime next. We'll, okay. we'll be back. You should, you should actually try Terrafageddon. People will get more involved. <laughs> Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. When we were talking off air uh, about this whole believe all women uh, bit, and there was some alarming things that were said on social media today. Yeah, I, I followed social media this weekend, and... I'm really very concerned about the temperature of the left. And, you know, there's always been hotheads and things, but this is getting to, you know, really bad Civil War kind of of tactics. Have you Um, considered sending them a copy of your book, Addicted to Outrage? (laughs) I haven't. It would cost me money. (laughs) Uh, And I'm not going to waste it. Because, you know, these are the people that I'm not talking about with Addicted to Outrage. I'm not talking about the people who are so over the top. There's no communicating with them. And it's sad. And I, I did uh, try to respond to this particular person. She is, a, she is a, uh, a scholar. She is a professor at a university here in America. And I want you to listen to what she said about Brett Kavanaugh. I will not moderate my rage for your convenience. As a victim of assault... I, along with millions of women, watch white males gather around a belligerent predator defending his and their privilege. I will use words that will make you as uncomfortable as I am. End quote. All right, first of all, that's called discursive violence. You can learn that in the new book, Addicted to Outrage. I did try to point out that that's uh, discursive violence. That's ridiculous. Um, Look at how, can you go back to that, please? Um, if you look at this, she's angry because Brett Kavanaugh was angry. She's angry because you don't, that's not how you defend yourself, but it's okay for her to do it. Notice the word victim is capitalized. All right, next one. I hope women understand that we are all rapeable. Just because you shill for the patriarchy doesn't make you immune. We're all potential victims every day. Uh, And I hope it's clear to all Americans patriarchy doesn't care and views abusing us as a perk. Can you imagine living in that kind of world? No. Where you view everyone as rapeable? Now, she said in her first one... Well, every, technically, everybody is Everyone is rapeable, rapeable right? In, including men. Including men. I mean, men are sexually yeah. assaulted, too. Watch any movie, prison, uh, prison movie. It always happens. Well, I saw the so, stats. It was one in three women and one in six men. So, uh, this is amazing. Right? My, I mean, dad, I my dad, I didn't know this until... I believe either one of those numbers, my, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> my dad, and, and I didn't know this until I was in my 30s, um, when, and I'm the only one in the family my father told... Um, and if he wanted to keep it secret, he told the wrong one. Um, <laughs> the, but, tell the one with the radio show. <laughs> um, but I didn't talk about this um, no, while he was alive. Nope. Um, but uh, my father was raped repeatedly. Um, he ran away from home, went to Los Angeles, went to and stayed at the YMCA, and uh, raped repeatedly by men. Uh, he was a victim. But 
what he did with his life wasn't wear that victimhood on his sleeve. You know, my father used to tell me, and it carried much more weight after I knew about his childhood. I carried a lot more weight. Life isn't about what happens to you. Life is about what you do with that. I cannot, I feel bad for these people. She may have been a victim. I don't know what her story is at all. I just take her at, you know, her word. She was a victim of abuse. I feel bad for you. I really do. But this is why trigger warnings are so dangerous. Because you obviously haven't dealt with it. In, in Alcoholics Anonymous, you'd be called a dry drunk. Where you're not drinking, but you're not healed. Yeah. You know, you can spend your life being a victim, or you can spend your life being a healer. Yeah. I'd much rather spend my life being a healer. And you, and you read her tweet there, and, and you realize that Brett Kavanaugh is not on trial in her world. White no. males are. Yes. Right. And that is, you know, collective justice is not justice. It's the absence collective. of it, you yep. know. And, and the idea that you can go down these roads and put Brett Kavanaugh on trial for the things that you happened to you or the things that happened to other white people. We, you brought up the example today of the OJ trial where, you know, at the time we, we have people on uh, record who were on the jury saying they knew he was guilty, but you know what? What police had done enough to the black community, and we had to show them that we had, we had a chance to push back. And now you've seen with time as the, as the difference, I think it's about 20% of people, of black people at the time of the OJ thing, believed um, that he was innocent, told pollsters, and now it's about 60%. Three times as many people? There's not like we've had additional evidence. And it was all justice, covered at the time. Has justice been served? Has justice been served by, by those people saying, I, I thought he was guilty, but I wasn't going to do it because the system has been wrong so many times. You don't. Martin Luther King was right. Only light conquers darkness. Hate cannot chase, uh, uh, cannot chase out hate. Only love replaces hate and conquers hate. Look at what, look at, I'm, I'm very disturbed by the language, the way it is going right now with many on the left. I read another one this morning on the air from yet another big, um, uh, you know, Twitter handle. Uh, a, uh, a guy was yeah, Ian, Ian Milheiser. Ian Milheiser. Um, and he said, so remind me again why we don't... Um, disrupt and yell at conservatives wherever they are, even where they sleep. <laughs> I love that one. It's like, I'm so super duper against sexual assault. I'm going to dis disturb and harass people in their bedrooms. Also, really good <laughs> yeah. idea yeah. to do that to conservatives who most likely own a gun. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, you don't but want to. And could I'm, use I'm, that in their home for protection. We are de we're being dehumanized and we're dehumanizing. And it's really imperative that we don't play a role in that. Yeah, um, kind of hard. It is kind of tying along with that. Uh, Texas Tribune Festival was this weekend, yeah. and it sounded like there may have been a lot of people who were uh, along the lines of this professor. Yeah, uh, Ali Stuckey was there. He used to be at the Blaze over at CRTV now, right? Yep. Yeah, and you know she she's making points that are any rational person would agree with uh, in, in this, and she's talking in front of the public. She's talking as a woman. Who's who's wants justice regardless of genitals, right? Um, that seems to be something that we used to be pretty comfortable with in this country. She starts talking, and the crowd reaction here is absolutely incredible. Watch. 
I am devastated by the thought of a world in which people are guilty until proven innocent and the burden of, of proof is on the accused. Um, I, I, I'm devastated by that world and I listen to both of their testimonies and while I think both are believable, I think only Kavanaugh is credible. He's the only one that has any substantiation for anything that he said, only one with any corroboration, the only one who has gone through six FBI background checks, the only one that has uh, any evidence for anything that he's saying and witnesses to back up what he's saying or at least say, hey, I don't remember this. He's the only one that has that, and yet we're supposed to unconditionally believe the woman. Why? Because of her anatomy? I think that's unjust. I think it's discriminatory, and I don't believe it. I mean, wow. she gets booed for what that? You, yeah. What on earth? Do you want it to be that she's ju judged by their anatomy? What, what's the alternate theory to that? It's collective justice. It's, it's, it's taking everybody. Uh, every, you know what? Other men have done bad things, therefore this man should be punished. Just like with OJ, other cops have done bad things and, and other black men have been convicted of crimes they didn't commit, therefore OJ should be not guilty. That is not a healthy way to run a society. Three times during the show, I have felt the need to bring up the book Defying Hitler. Um, it is the best book I've ever read to understand how the German people accepted the Nazis. Everything else is like a movie you've seen. This is radically different, and it starts at World War I. And it was made as a diary of one guy just saying, hey, here's this is bad. I think this is happening, and look out here and look out here. And he takes you through from World War I to 1938. And um, it was meant, he was sending it out because he thought he was going to be caught, and he was sending it out to the West as a warning. You don't know what you're dealing with here. You don't know how the Germans got here. And we still don't. We don't. You talk about Nazi Germany. People maybe will start in 1929. Maybe. Most likely they start in 33. This, this movement started around 1900. And it morphed and, and mutated. Then we had World War I which is our World Trade Center. And if you look at what happened to that country after World War I, and you look at what we're doing, it's the same pattern. And if we don't, this is, you know, the, the, the lady, um, Paulina, that we met over in Poland that I've talked about forever, who said, don't go over the cliff with the rest of humanity. She died last week. And... Um, She's passed the torch to our generation now. And she was the woman who saved people in Auschwitz. And when I asked her, how do you do it? How do you become one of the righteous? How, what, do you, what do you water inside of yourself? And she said, you misunderstand. The righteous didn't suddenly become righteous. They just refused to go over the cliff with everyone else. Stand. We are at a place where we must remember right now, don't take another step further. We've gone too far as a society. Stop where you are. Remember the things that you know are true. And don't, don't go over the cliff. Uh, addicted to Outrage, now available at Amazon.com. <laughs> uh, changing gears completely. It has been one year, I cannot believe it, since the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah. Jason. Still don't know motive. 
I mean, it's just insane that, um, you know, you, some, crimes happen that you read about them all the time. And because of cameras or whatever, they find, you know, everything. You know, they find the assailants. They find out everything about them, who they're dealing with. It seems like in this day and age, we can find evidence and, you know, and, and be done with these things so quickly. But it's been, over, it's been a year, exactly a year today, and still don't know a motive. And <clears throat> I, I think the more I think about this case and the more I think about you know, other famous, you know, assassinations, people like Mark uh, David Chapman, uh, the guy that killed uh, John Lennon. Um, it's, it's, it's scary to think, but there are a lot of people out there that, like Mark David Chapman just wanted to be famous. He just wanted to be famous. He got to a certain point in his life. He was probably a little bit crazy too. Although we can't even, we can't even find out that this, this shooter uh, had any kind of real, like any kind of mental problems really. So it doesn't seem like he had any mental problems. It doesn't seem like there's minor things with his finances, but that doesn't really seem like it was enough. He still had more money than I do, so, crying out loud. You know, it's, um, That's not hard. <laughs> we were talking about something as a family this, this weekend. I don't remember what it was. It was something, in, it was something you know, bad, and, and, and my wife said, why would someone do that? And my 13, now 14-year-old son um, said, Master Bruce, some people just want to watch the world burn. Wow. He could have been that line from Batman. He could have been a yeah. guy that just wanted to watch the world burn. He seemed like a competitive nerd, too. And like, I think like there's part of, like, there, look, you, you know, people have been trying to set this record of most people killed in a mass shooting. Um, we've seen that happen several times. Uh, and you know, he planned it out in a way that I don't think most people had ever even considered taking that high, you know, high ground in a building like that with all that, all those weapons. I mean, he went, you know, he got the room for free. He went up the service elevator. They were allowing up the service elevator with all these, uh, with all these guns. I have no idea. Obviously, they didn't know. Um, but it's, you know, it's such a, it's such a bizarre thing that we will likely never get closure on this one. Um, so. You know, I mean, like the police investigation is <clears throat> done. It was over in August. There's an FBI investigation fin finishing up. Maybe we learned something from that. How have they still not released the re that report? We still have not gotten that full report yet. I know that there's... It's becoming soon, I think. I know they're in the middle of doing a uh, Freedom of Information Act like type stuff that's, that's been trickling out. Uh, you know, I mean, there is a lot of information. There's a lot of witness statements that have been released. I mean, you can piece together a lot of the details about that night, but he was apparently very careful to not let it, let his motivation be known. I, I know, <clears throat> I know one thing that that could have been a whole lot worse. Just, I mean, I was, I was mm. analyzing and looking through all of the pictures that were, that came out afterwards. He had, it, he had an arsenal in there. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the full tally of, of guns. But he had like he had he had automatic weapons with tripods, yep. which that is not for shooting. Socks, yeah. the, the, right, mm -hmm. There's, that's not for shooting out of an elevated position. That's for getting in the prone position and fighting probably floor to floor. So that could have been so much worse. I I, yeah. I I personally think that he intended to go floor to floor, battling his way down and killing probably everybody in the hotel. Yeah. That was probably his intention. And he had thousands of rounds he did not fire. I think he fired <clears throat> 1,200 rounds, something like that. And he had thousands more that he did not fire. I mean, you think of 1,200 rounds and 58 people were killed from that position. I mean, that could have been remarkable. I mean, markedly worse. worse yeah. Put that in perspective. We, when we go up to the ranch, Jason, you've been up with me. We fire every day. We've got the whole family, and we shoot for an hour or so. How many rounds would we use in a, in a week? In a week? Yeah. Uh, poof. a couple hundred a day, maybe. I mean, we 
we shoot a lot. Yeah. And we're shooting, and, that, and that's four of us or five of us shooting all at once. I mean, it's the, it's the old fish in the barrel thing, too. I mean, yeah. these are, you've got 20,000 people packed in, jammed tight with no way to defend themselves. I, could, I mean, it, as horrible as it was, it could have been a lot worse. What, what, what irritates me about that, that it hasn't taken, it's taken so long to get the official report is that you, you basically allow or enable these like nut jobs to come up with these like stupid, ridiculous things like these that you see, just go on YouTube or, or don't do it. But if you go on YouTube and you, and you just search for some of these theories, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's literally like, you know, the assassination, you know, a uh, theory against JFK. It's stuff like that. It's Alex Jones times a million. Yeah. It's like horrible. But, you know, for people that are looking for answers, a lot of times they're just not. There's just not, a lot of times there's just no answer. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's the Mark David Chapman. He just wants to be famous and he's got some other screw loose and, and, and this was their avenue to do that. One, this isn't the one that bothers me. The story that bothers me that we don't have any closure on yet is the uh, New Mexico yeah, story. Yeah, and that, that one's still me. being, it's not, you know. I know, it but it's gone just, that process yet, but. just really bothers me. I will say one positive thing, a very minor positive out of this terrible incident, is, you, you know, Mark David Chapman, you said that name, we all knew who that was. Uh, don't say his name if you remember it, but do you remember this guy's name? Nope. I mean, I don't think, yeah, I, I do. bet I do, because I just happen to be reading stories I about it today, actually. but I bet about 95% of people have no idea. They're, they'll remember the names from Columbine, they can remember names from, from other incidents, but this one they don't know, and I think the fact that we haven't sat here, and because of lack of motive, we haven't obsessed over this guy. We've all just been like, ah, I wonder when we're going to get that information. It shows an interesting path forward of coverage here. We've done this at The Blaze, and I know Daily Wire's done this. Uh, several other organizations have stopped naming these guys, stopped obsessing about their motivations. Um, I think that's a real positive. I mean, this guy, if what he wanted was fame, he didn't get it. And I think that is, you know, at the very least, a positive minor thing we can take out of this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. Today's The Blaze Why <clears throat> comment comes from Julie. Julie says, I love that I've seen Jason Buttrell so much recently. Keep it up. He's so insightful. Awesome. Good wow. job, Julie, you also known as mom. Thanks yeah. for watching, mom. Appreciate that. <laughs> you got the one fan, so that's great for you. That's dope. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks, Julie. Just appreciate kidding. It. No, we really do appreciate you coming on all the time. <laughs> we so, do. Thank you. I don't, not mean as much, but, you know, they, they think so. Put on a promo. I did that notice, thing. Stu, uh, you were <laughs> yes. gone for a whole week and nobody... Nobody, asked no, not even an email. <laughs> wow. Not a single email. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, the French went, take him back. Yeah. <laughs> take him back. Upsetting but believable. Today, today's poll. Uh, we want to know will the FBI investigation actually conclude after one week or are they going to successfully, the Democrats, of course, drag this on? You can let us know at The Blaze's Twitter. That's at The Blaze. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. They don't confirm unless the FBI comes back. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.